You should have Jim Jones from Surrey Wildlife Trust on the phone. Jim, are you there? Good afternoon, Dana. Yes, how are you? Hi, thanks very much for joining me. You're a bit elusive. You're quite tricky to track down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so busy, <laughs> as you can expect. I know, yeah. I can imagine, I can imagine. So, um, tell me a little bit about this State of Nature report that was launched by Sir David Atterborough yesterday and, and the implications for Surrey Wildlife Trust and, and Surrey Wildlife in general, really. Well, as, as I'm sure um, your listeners have already heard today from the RSPB, you know, the State of Nature uh, report came out yesterday, and this is a, a large report from 25 organisations, including the, the Wildlife Trust, um, uh, basically documenting the, the declines over the recent decades in species, you know, showing that, that we've uh, there's been about 60% decline in, in species, um, but also um, 10% are in danger, you know, one in 10 uh, species are in danger of, of, of disappearing, of extinction. Which and this is, is this quite is, terrifying, you know, really. It is. It's really worrying. And to be honest, you know, it's a bit of a health, it's, it's a bit of a wake-up call for, for, for everyone concerned, really. You know, we, we know that, that species have been declining and, you know, we've all been working hard to try and rectify that, but um, but, but it we're still not we're still not managing to get as far as we would like and um you know w- there have been some successes we have seen you know the otter returning to the uk um in good numbers um yeah, whole cats have, have spread out from story. the west and, and bitterns as well so but um you know my the habitat as you know that i'm i'm sort of focused on wetlands have, have you know they've suffered you know 95% of of wetlands have been lost since roman times so and that obviously has knock-on effects for for the species like dragonflies and um birds like dippers and kingfishers great crested newts that actually rely on those wetlands yes paul was uh saying from sorry uh, from the rspb sorry but it's that you know i was sort of saying we can do things in our garden to help i know it's not huge but you know every bit helps doesn't Absolutely, it yeah. and that having a pond in your garden which i have yet to do but it's on yeah. my to-do list uh, yeah. makes a big difference absolutely i mean have, having a pond in your garden but also you know it's it uh, thinking about how you use water in terms of um in terms of wildlife that use wetlands you know we all use water um and we all think it's one of these resources that's just going to go on and on but it's it it, it doesn't you know it's it's yeah. it's a finite resource i think we t- we take it for granted here because you turn on the tap and there it is whereas in you know many third world countries they may have to walk 10 miles to go and get some that's right yes and that's true you know and um you know the government report last year um, um water for life showed that you know we certainly in the southeast we're we're peaked for abstraction from from our water sources so you know we we don't have any more water and yet and yet there's nine million more people expected in the southeast in, in by about 2020 so you know we've really got to think about how these resources are going to be used and it's you know it's worth remembering that the the, the state of nature report isn't just a, a a reflection it's not just about you know pretty nature and birds and bees you know these this this is a health check of our natural environment that yes. we rely on for our yeah. survival. So basically. everything. Yeah, exactly. So, so I know it does uh, say Sarah, uh, Sarah Jane, Chim, 
Chimbundera, Chimbundera yeah. from a director of biodiversity at Surrey Wildlife Trust has said apparently there are, for example, 270 priority species across the county mm. that are in national decline, which, which is a huge number. But, but as you say, it's a wake-up call for everybody to just go, hey, let's pull together, mm. let's you know get ourselves sorted out, and um, mm. uh, getting government on board. Well, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Getting government on board is, is really the most important thing because, you know, you know, if this is a health check of the UK's natural environment, if you can imagine, you know, the, the um, species are like, you know, it's often been said species are like rivets in an aeroplane, you know. How many, how many can you move before, remove before the, the aeroplane actually falls down. apart? Yeah, of course. So in terms of getting the government on board, you know, it's very focused on, on um, economic development, um, but, you know, we need to invest in natural capital as well as investing in economic capital as well. So that's that's really important. You, you can't just keep on growing with, with economic growth without thinking about the resources that, that it depends upon. No. But it's not all bad news, you know. As, as no, I was no, earlier, of course. You know. Well, uh, yes, uh, I mean, there are lots of very successful reintroduction programmes that have happened. And, and mm. I understand, although the Dartford Warmers, Warbler has suffered horribly, at least... You, you kind of know what to do to try and help that mm. to change that for the good um, through past experience. But so, uh, and what about? I mean, landowners mm. obviously can help mm. a great deal. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, and places like natural burial grounds, for instance, Clandon Wood Natural Burial, mm. who are trying really uh, to make their place a sort of wildlife reserve. I mean, places like that, church graveyards, all those sort of places. Yeah. Um, can be essential places for wildlife, can't they? Absolutely, absolutely. You, you know, you can. And I think that's one of the things, if you're going to be positive about this, which I think people have to be, because there's no point, if you get negative about what's happening, you kind of you kind of dismiss it and, and you turn away, don't you? Because nobody likes to feel like there's nothing that they can do and there are things you can do. So yeah, as, a, exactly. as, as, a, as a gardener even or as a landowner, you know, we know there is a lot of conservation science about how best to manage your your wildlife you know even if it's head, simple things like hedge management you know we know that cutting your hedges every year is not a good idea because it reduces the number of resources for birds and insects on that hedge sure. and a sort of three-year rotation is much better and also being too tidy you don't want to be too tidy because nope, all of that sort of leaves and foliage and stuff like that is yeah. you know useful places for wildlife to to live and hide isn't it that's right yeah and um you know i've just been walking out um on on a river in surrey on the river mole this morning doing a, a dry run for a workshop on um looking at um, river management that i'm doing for for a new river search um survey um, initiative and you know one of the things we walk along the river bank and look at how whether there's any um you know um scrub or um herbaceous vegetation growing up which could act as a barrier to stop you know soil and runoff coming from um, the land into the water and causing siltation which then affects um, fish spawning grounds in the river and sort of helping landowners you know particularly farmers on arable fields or even um, farmers with with um, a d um, cattle that yeah, come sure. down into the river and cause and, and, and may ha have these problems helping them to understand a bit more about those impacts yes. and help finding them the resources to, to solve those problems is one way we can go forward with things so sure it's it's there, there are solutions it's just about putting these into practice and also being supported in this 
by wider society, government and wider society. We need to spend, unfortunately, probably spend a little bit more on, on things like food that we pay for and, um, you know, to get a better deal for farmers. Yeah, well, it's always a bit of a balance, isn't it? It you is, know, yeah. Uh, and food prices are always going up like yeah. mad at the yeah. moment anyway. But, yeah. yeah, it is a bit of a trade-off. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. we want a place left there for our children to enjoy, don't we? That's That's the key thing. And, you know, it's, as we were saying earlier on, it's about it's about our natural environment, which which provides life for us and supports our life. It's it's not just about pretty flowers and and and, and bird songs, although it you know that is an essential part of it for our own well being. You know. It yeah, well, I know good. going out with the East Surrey Wildlife Trust on the Dawn Chorus. I mean, that's such a magical thing. You know, yeah. where would we be without the Dawn Chorus? I mean, yeah. it's you know, as much as it might annoy the hell out of some people yeah. at five o'clock in the morning, it is one of those just fantastic things to experience. And I can't imagine a place without birds singing in the morning. It would just be dreadful. Absolutely. Well, you know, we look forward to the day when you know, perhaps, um, perhaps doctors are thinking about um, you know, instead of buying in more um, uh, uh, drugs for people who are depressed, uh, you know, asking them to, to, to go and take a walk or... In the countryside, you know, exactly. Paying for, paying for more nature reserves, that kind of thing, you know. And it's it, it's not unforeseeable. We are having those conversations at the moment, sure. which I think is really useful. Well, no, I mean, there's no doubt that a walk through the countryside and, you know, experiencing the wildlife and the beauty of it does lift the senses, you know, it really does make you feel so much better. It, it does, doesn't it? I mean, we've all we've all we've it's all been suffering. It's right for you because really. you're out there all the time. <laughs> Not as much See? as I'd like, I have to say. But <laughs> right. we've all been we've all been suffering over the um, over the winter, haven't we? Really, oh, it seems to have gone on forever. It's and, been yeah, very great. Not enough sun. I think we're all all uh, suffering from lack of vitamin D at the moment. I think so, and and also just you know, it, it's been today. It's been a bit chilly and cold, and and that makes us feel a bit bad but being in the sunshine and having all the bluebells come out at last it just lifts your spirit doesn't it and you know yes yeah, that is sometimes does. a really undervalued thing that uh, unvalued service that the natural environment offers us no but, um, i think you're right about that yeah. and also i mean one of the things because surrey has we've got the um, largest wooded area in the country haven't mm. we absolutely yes we we have we're the most wooded county in britain and you know the, the wood the, the woodland that we have you know and a lot of um, wildlife trust reserves are, are are wooded you know that's that's part of the certainly to the to the east of the county is part of the great you know wheeled area that that, that stretches across sussex and into kent as well that's been that's actually been managed for for a thousand years you know wow, or even yeah. more so in a in a sustainable way um you know using basic woodland management coppice coppice workers so you sure. know getting back to that as well can can be a, a a good way of managing wildlife so we um, need to look into those things well another way of um sort of helping people to feel better about wildlife and stuff is actually getting stuck in there with all these wildlife organizations like yourselves yeah. become a volunteer you know put something back into it have some hands-on experience and uh, i'm sure it makes a huge difference well it's one of the things that the, the report highlighted basically you know yeah, how volunteers. we rely on volunteers in this country absolutely it's not something that you find across europe as well you know i've been to i went to a dormouse conference in germany and uh, the uh, scientists there were all all very jealous of of us in in um, the uk what you you know they think they think the government should do uh, well this is an argument you could have they think the government <laughs> if it's worth doing the government should do it um right. but and they're very jealous of our volunteer um force 
and it's it's so brilliant you know i'm just training up new volunteers to to help me as i was saying on rivers you know walking along rivers and, and doing health checks for them so that's really important but, yes you know somebody somebody did point out though um that you know, if you wanted a health check on your body or your car, you'd go to the doctor and you'd have to pay for it. But, you know, volunteers do yeah. check the health of the natural environment for, you know, for free, basically. Yes, and, and there's some very dedicated volunteers out there who have been oh, doing it for years and years, aren't there? And, and is, knowledgeable, that's the thing. They've been doing yes. it for so long that, you know, yeah, they really we go know. to them yeah. for advice. <laughs> yeah, which is fantastic. I yeah, mean, yeah. which is brilliant. Yeah. So hooray for all the lovely volunteers, I say. Absolutely. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I have been telling people about things going on over half term because mm. you can learn to be a wildlife ranger, mm. which I think is brilliant. So get the kids involved and get spur them on to help save the natural environment as well. They are the future. They certainly say. are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jim, thank you so much. Thank you for talking to us. That is and, no um, problem at all. Very, I mean, it's, you know, sort of worrying news, but uh, it's a, a call to arms, as it were. Yeah. But equally uh, exciting news about the otters. Oh, absolutely, so, yeah. I mean, this is this is one fantastic slice of news, you know, that that we've that we have seen, you know, young otters, otter pups in in Surrey now, you know, towards the west of Surrey. We amazing. think there are different colonisation routes coming in from the west. Otters uh, from 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 sort of Hampshire side, but also some from um, Kent as well. And it's it's kind of a race to see who gets in here first. I have yeah. to say. And we've had otters coming in, you know, we've, we've picked up signs of them for a number of years now. You know, I myself found spray in the centre of Guildford last year, but, but yeah. actually to see them, and I did see them all, you know, two pups and a, and a mum, and it wow. was a, a highlight for me for, oh, for, my, for my career. Yeah, so, I can and, imagine. And, and the thing is now about just fostering, you know, habitat management to allow them to get into you know they'll come yeah. of their own accord but sort of take hold as it were yeah you know if there's if there's good habitat they'll they'll find places if there's fish in the rivers which there are and you know if 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 they're allowed to come in peacefully and haven't got too much disturbance that's the other thing so yeah. <laughs> we have to let them find their own way but it's it's a it's a real success story and um we're Fantastic. very happy to to be sharing that with people that's good to hear jim thank you very much thank you for sharing that with us and Not also thank you very much for talking to us at brooklyn's radio always Th- a pleasure that was jim jones from surrey wildlife trust brooklyn's radio